Today, we're going to talk about how to get out of crippling debt fast. You know, in my early 20s, I was doing really well for myself. I was earning a lot of money. I was in sales. I was one of the top producers. And one thing I learned very early on in my life is it's not about how much money you make. It's about what you do with that money. It's about how much money you can actually keep for yourself. And all through growing up, my dad always told me, you need to save your money, save your money, be smart with your money. Don't be impulsive. Don't do all these things. But how many of us really listen to our parents, right? Like not many of us at all. And I should have, but I didn't. And as I was earning all this all this money from this sales job that I was at, I had no idea what to do with it. School never taught me how to save my money. School never taught me how to invest it. So I took all that money I earned and I did what any 19, 20 year old would want to do. I wanted to show off. I bought a lot of cool things. I bought some brand new, nice guitars, right? Thousand dollar guitars, some over $2,000. I bought brand new computer systems. I bought a bunch of music gear that I didn't need because I had all the gear that I wanted, but I was trying to fill this void inside of myself, this void that I felt only material possessions could fill. And let me ask you this. When you buy something that you've been looking forward to for a long time, whether it's a car a musical instrument, some kind of big purchase that you've been saving up for and, and really putting your time into, something you've really looked forward to. How does it feel after you actually get this thing? How does it feel once you buy it, you have it? How does it feel at first? Feels great, right? You got what you wanted. You're sitting in the new car. You're using the new thing that you wanted to use. But how does it feel after a week, after a month, especially after a year? Life just becomes normal, right? You have a new status quo. You have a new normal. And that's what I want to talk to you about. The first step to really getting yourself out of debt is you have to ask yourself, why are you in debt in the first place? Where did this credit card debt come from? Maybe it's student loan debt, although we're not really talking about that as much in this video. This video is more so going to be about crippling debts, debts that are over a specific interest rate, specifically 6% to 10%. Anything that you're paying 6 to 10% interest on or more, it's just robbing you of your money. It's robbing you of your joy. And the first thing I want to ask you is, obviously, you're watching this because you want to get out of debt, but how did you find yourself there? What specific patterns or mindsets or way of thinking has led you to be in this situation that you're in right now? For me, it was impulsiveness. It was a pattern of just wanting to buy the next thing and the next thing. And every time I got a commission check, I took that commission check and I asked myself, what's the one big purchase I can make this month? Because let's face it, saving money isn't the most sexy thing that you can do. Saving money isn't the most fun thing. It's only fun once you save your money up to a point where you can then begin investing that money and having that money work for you. But it's very important to ask yourself, why are you in debt in the first place? Is it a lack of education? Is it a lack of self-control? What is it for you? For me, it was a lack of self-control. And it took a big turning point for me to even say to myself, I should probably focus on fixing this thing, fixing this area of my life. Because it came to the point where I didn't really have a choice. I got home from work one day and my wife, Bree, looked at me and she said, babe, how much do you have on your credit cards? And I looked at her and I was like, well, I'm not quite sure, probably uh, maybe 3000 4000 She looked at me and she held open a TD Bank statement, a credit card statement. And she says, no. She's like, babe, you're over $10,000 in debt on just this one credit card. 
And I knew that. I knew that I was over my head, right? I knew that I had a ton of money on this card. I just didn't want to tell her because I didn't want to disappoint her. And then she asked me, how many other credit cards do you have? And I looked at her and I obviously at this point, there's really no use in lying, right? I looked at her and I was like, well, I've got three cards in addition to this one. And she's like, well, how much money is on that card on all those cards? And I honestly had no idea. And this is a pattern I find in a lot of people. A lot of people who have debts, we get into that place and we decide not to familiarize ourselves with how much we're even in debt. We choose to avoid it. We choose to ignore it, hoping that it goes away. At least that's the pattern that I was in. And my wife really helped me understand the situation that I was in at that point. And to get to the end of the story here, I was over $20,000 in credit card debt. I was over $20,000 in debts that had over an 18% interest rate. And I felt way in over my head. I didn't think there was any coming back from this, right? I was depressed. I was anxious. I was sad. But I think mostly I was disappointed, disappointed that I let myself get to this point disappointed that I never stopped before continuing to swipe this credit card. It actually got to the point where I would go to buy food and the card would get declined. And it sounds funny because this is a guy who who at the time was driving a brand new BMW. He was wearing the nice suits, but I was broke, right? Don't let appearances fool you. Just because someone looks wealthy, just because someone looks like they're well off, it doesn't mean that they're well off. That person driving in front of you in the beater car might have thousands and thousands of dollars saved up and invested. They just don't flaunt it by buying fancy cars like I did at the time. So I knew something had to change. And I found this book called Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. And if you haven't read this book by Dave Ramsey, I highly recommend you do. It completely helped me get out of debt. Within six months, I was able to eliminate over $20,000 of debts. And I will say, I was making a lot of money at the point where I could throw most of my money at these debts. It could take you a year two years, maybe even four years to get yourself out of the debt that you're in. And you know what? That's okay, right? Life's a journey. If it was fast, if it was really too quick, it it wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't be as worthwhile. But let me tell you something. When you get yourself out of debt, you're going to walk differently. You're going to talk differently. You're going to be more confident. You'll even breathe differently once you get yourself out of this debt that you're in. And once again, I'm talking about debts that are high interest. I'm not, I'm not talking about your mortgage. I'm not talking about even maybe your car financial payment on your car, unless it's like over 6%. I'm not talking about your student loans, right? You can still apply these principles to those things. But today we're going to talk specifically about getting yourself out of credit card debt. So the first step is you need to ask yourself why you're in debt. The second step, the first thing that I did once I was in this situation where I knew something had to change is I put a thousand dollars aside into an emergency fund. You can call this an emergency fund, a rainy day fund, uh, whatever you want to call it, right? This is an amount of money that's put aside in cash, preferably that you put into a fireproof safe And you literally slide this safe under your bed where you're never going to touch this money. And you might be saying, Brandon, I don't know how I would put together $1,000 right now. I can't even really pay the bills. Listen, it's not going to be a pleasureful experience paying off your debt. It's going to feel good once you begin making the payments. But at the very beginning, especially while you're going through this process, 
there's going to be pain. There's going to be pain associated with cutting down on things. There's going to be pain with you coming to self-realizations of all these patterns that you've grown up with that have caused you to get into debt in the first place. The first thing you need to do is put $1,000 aside in an emergency fund. No negotiation. You have to do this. What if a tire blows? What if a pet gets sick? You got to have this money put aside. Once you have $1,000 put away, and by the way, if you're still wondering, how do I do that? Look around your house, look around your apartment, find things that you don't use anymore. Find things that you could post on the Facebook marketplace or Craigslist that you could sell and quickly get the $1,000 that you need. I think you'd be surprised at what some of the things around your house are worth, right? Look up Gary Vee. He talks about all the time how to sell stuff, make a profit on things, all that stuff. But sell things around your house. Get the $1,000 as quickly as you can because the sooner you do this, the more comfortable you're going to be. The sooner you have money put aside, the more secure you're going to be. And once you have $1,000, now it's time to really assess your situation. The next step, step number two, is to make a list of all the crippling debts that you currently have in your life. And again, when I say crippling debts, I mean debts that are over 6% to 10% interest. If it's over 6%, put it on the list. This will include credit cards. It might include a high interest car payment. It might include some kind of account that you have at a department store that you haven't paid off yet. Make a list of all the debts that you have. And then I want you to order all these different debts from the highest amount of debt to the lowest amount of debt. Order them, all right? And again, it's very important you label them lowest to highest because we're gonna get to the next part of the strategy. For me, my lowest credit card at the time was my Discover card. I had about $2,000 on my Discover card back in the day when I was in all this credit card debt. The highest card that I had was over $10,000 with TD Bank. And then in the middle there, I had several other credit cards that had a few thousand dollars on them. And I think one of them had five. So I had a card that had 2,000. I had a card that had probably three to 4,000. I had a card that had 5,500. That was my city card. And then I had my TD Bank card, which was at $10,000. So I want you to, to list your debts in order from highest to lowest, because this is the part where you take massive action. At this point, you now have an emergency fund set aside with at least $1,000 in it. I wouldn't do more, right? Unless you got like four kids and maybe you can do 1,500 to 2,000. I would just put $1,000 aside. Now you have your list of debts ordered from highest to lowest. And the next step is to start building the snowball. In Total Money Makeover, Dave Ramsey talks about the snowball method. The ultimate premise of this method is the strategy is this. You're going to pay off the card with the least amount of debt first. Imagine that you're building a snowball, okay? You pay off the card with the least amount of debt, and then you move on to the next card and you pay that one off and you continue to roll the snowball. And what happens? The more you roll the snowball, the bigger it gets. He calls it the debt snowball. You're eliminating your debt slowly, but surely. Some of us will be able to eliminate our debt in four months, six months, some of you a year, some of you four years. And you know what? That's okay. Because if four years from now, you're completely debt free. Awesome. That's the goal. Life is about the journey. So this is the trick. Every single month, 
you're going to des- designate 30% of your income to throw at your debts. If you have crippling debt, we got to get rid of that. If you can't take 30% of your income every single month and put it towards the credit card that has the lowest balance until you can pay it off, then you have to figure out a way to either, number one, cut your expenses, cut down on the amount that you're spending on coffee, cut down on the amount that you're going to restaurants, cut down on all these different expenses that you're spending each day that are useless expenditures and useless expenses. And listen, I hate talking about cutting down on things. I hate being the guy who says, hey, maybe you shouldn't buy that cup of coffee. Hey, maybe you shouldn't buy that brand of food. You should buy this brand. I'm like the last guy who's ever going to tell you to cut down on expenses. I more so prefer option number two when it comes to making more money, which is make more money. Option number two is increase your income. I was in a commission sales job. I could pick up an extra shift or work harder and work smarter on the shifts that I was working to earn more money. I know some of us are working hourly jobs or salaried positions, and I know that's not possible for everybody. But it was possible for me, and I was able to make more money versus cut down on my expenses. And the objective is to take 30% of your income every single month and place that 30% of income on the lowest credit card that you have. And then, make the minimum payments on all of the other credit cards. So you're going to take 30% of your income every single month and you're going to throw it at the debt. You're going to literally throw it and chip away at the smallest card first while making the minimum payments on all the other ones. And then what do you think you do next? After that one credit card is paid off, what do you do next? You take that payment that you were placing on the first credit card and now you move on to the next and you pay off the next credit card. So for me, I paid off my Discover card with $2,000 on it and then I moved to my next card, which I think was my Apple card, which had about $2,500 to $3,000 on it and I paid that one off next. So start with the smallest throw all your money at it, move on to the next. And throughout this whole thing, you're rolling this debt snowball bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where now you're feeling good. You're feeling confident. You're feeling like, wow, I already paid off a credit card. I've already paid off two of my credit cards. I'm feeling really confident about this thing. And the more confident you can feel throughout this journey, the more able you'll be to build financial freedom for yourself, financial freedom from debts, and financial freedom as you begin to build your wealth once you are debt-free. So now you're throwing 30% of your income on the next card and the next credit card. And once you pay off that one, throw your money on the next until eventually all of your credit cards are paid off. I know I went through that super quickly, but it is a very simple process. Now, some of you are probably thinking, but Brandon, why wouldn't I pay off the one with the highest balance first? I'm paying the most interest on that. Check it out. There's several different ways to do anything, right? There's probably thousands of different ways you can do anything. The reason why I don't recommend putting all of your money on the highest credit card first is because you want these psychological wins. Rather than throwing all your money at this credit card that has $10,000, why not eliminate the credit card that's got a thousand first so that you can eliminate an entire payment that you make each month? Start with the smallest cards. Get the psychological wins under your belt. 
And if you really want to go into this, Dave Ramsey in the book, Total Money Makeover, even says after you pay off each credit card, cut up the credit card. I personally did this for two of my credit cards. Now I only have one credit card and I use it for points and I use it for rewards because now I'm responsible with my credit. Back then I wasn't responsible. So I literally cut up the first two cards that I paid off and I threw them out. And I was left with one credit card. I was left with the behemoth, the one that had over 10,000. And within a few months, I was able to pay that one off too. Again, this could take you a lot longer than it took me. The point is to start now so you can begin experiencing these wins. So you can celebrate the win after each time you pay off one of your cards. So to give you the world's quickest recap here, the first thing you need to do if you're in debt, credit card debt, you got to ask yourself how you got there and you've got to recognize that pattern. The pattern for me was impulsive spending. The second thing I want you to do is you have to put $1,000 aside in an emergency fund of some sort. Have $1,000 put away in cash somewhere where you're not going to touch it that you could use during a rainy day or that you could use during an emergency. The third thing is to list all of your credit card balances from highest balance to lowest balance. And the third thing is, the fourth thing, I'm sorry, the fourth thing is start throwing all of your money towards the lowest debt first. Pay off the lowest debt. Put at least 30% of your income every single month towards your debts. If you don't have the kind of money to do that, sell things around your house to make it happen. Cut down on your expenses. Make more money in whatever legal way that you can possibly make more money and pay off the smallest card first and then the next and then the next and be sure to celebrate your wins along the way. I'll tell you again, after I paid off my debts, practically everything in my life started to improve. I felt more confident. I woke up with a renewed sense of vitality. I felt a sense of self-esteem, a sense that I could do hard things and I could do difficult things. And paying off your debts is going to do the same exact thing for you. Something that I recommend to you, a little tidbit here, a little tip at the end, is again, make sure to celebrate your wins. After you pay off each card, go out to a nice dinner with friends, with loved ones, with people you care about. Go out and do something fun for yourself. The second tip I'll give you is this is going to be a hell of a lot easier for you if you can get yourself an accountability partner. Get somebody who can join you on this journey, somebody who also might be in debt themselves, and then help them stick with their routine, and they will help you to stick with your plan as well. And if you can't find somebody else who's in debt who wants to join you on this journey, then get somebody like my wife was the person for me. Get somebody who's a friend, someone close to you, maybe even a parent that you're close with, and simply ask them to hold you accountable to this financial game plan to eliminate the debts in your life. Follow this process. And I know within the next six months to a year to two years to four years, depending on the amount of debt you have, I know you will find your way to financial freedom. In the description of this video, you're going to see a link to my digital book, Be Extraordinary, Your Guide to Self-Mastery. I believe chapter three is financial 
mastery where I go over this process in written form if you prefer to read it so that you can continue to reference it over and over and over again. You could do the same thing with this video. You could replay it whenever you find yourself getting off the track. You could replay it whenever you need to revisit a specific principle. But if you click the link in the description and download my free book, then you can go to that chapter. You can read it whenever you'd like, and you can take the seven-day challenge at the end of that chapter. And I know it will help you.